Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to In Reality, the Mirror's reality TV podcast. Every week we've been talking about our favourite shows and this week we've got Celeb Score Dayton's own Nadia Essex along. How are you doing, Nadia? I'm good, darling. Thank you so much for having it's me. It's so exciting. Um, so, yeah, like I say, we host this every week, talking about our favourite shows. Um, Vicky Newman from the Showbiz team. And obviously, we're here with my colleague, Kylo Sullivan. And we're just going to talk all about this series because, as far as I'm concerned, it's the best yet. Agreed. It's and I so know, much fun. I know that I'm, you know, can be biased. But I genuinely, genuinely believe this is the best series. But I don't see it as you would be biased, though. I think you would be more critical, if anything. Well, I I think so, but people assume that I'd be biased. Mm. But I just, I love, I love, this series has just got the fun factor. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And I think after last series and, you know, the bear situation, I'm really proud that this series, we haven't got a controversial outrageous character like bear yeah and we still make great telly like we don't need that sort of negativity to make good tv we've got great characters who genuinely are there for the right reasons and i think that makes the show better there's been plenty going on without a bit of bear hasn't there yeah and i just (laughs) totally and i just feel like it proves that bear was an absolute distraction you know, he really took away so much time and effort from us, from her, our other clients, that, you know, realistically, we probably should have sacked him a lot sooner because he really, it wasn't, it really wasn't fair on the other clients to have a lesser, you know, agency because all of our time and effort went on Stephen Bear and what's he done now conversations all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's just been nice that this time around, everybody's come in, they're all on the same page, they're all, you know, that we hit the ground running, they were raring to go, and they all just felt relaxed. And I think that also helps with it being series three. People know myself and Eden and Tom, and they know that we are there to help. We're not there to throw them under the bus or humiliate them. Mm -hmm. We really, like, this is my genuine job. I really do want people to find love, so... And I think that in the previous series is, if that's the right grammar. Series I'm sure it's is? fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, series. Series would be plural as well, yeah. I think, wouldn't it? Series. Um, people didn't know, no one knew. I mean, series one, we all literally just winged the whole thing. Brand new for everyone, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I feel like for the first few episodes, Eden and I looked like we'd been, you know, hit by a bus. We didn't actually speak, I don't think. I think we probably said about two words <laughs> because we were just so scared because we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> and Charlotte Gosby would come in and talk about willies and we'd be like, oh my God, are we allowed to talk about this? Like, this is so weird. I don't know what's happening. Um, whereas now we, we're we more confident. We know, you know, we're the boss. We know what's going on. And we also have the confidence that we won't take any of the shenanigans mm-hmm. from 
anybody from previous episodes you know we've had a lot it hasn't been, just been bare we've had a lot of naughtiness happening um and it's nice to be able to actually be like confident to say you know what no there's been a bit of naughtiness this series though hasn't there with charlotte and frankie kind of being very naughty being very naughty not rule, just a bit very rule number one <laughs> celebs do not date other celebs mm. it doesn't work why, why doesn't it work just because you know we we don't put these celebrities together in a group if we think that they are suited to each other because it's it's setting them up for a fall so we make sure that every single person is right for that series for the dating agency at that time for themselves mentally ready to find love and there's no possibility of them finding love in another celeb because on paper and in real life they're not a good match she said that though hasn't she that he's not her type she's not his type yeah but something just kind of clicked i mean it's the jaeger bombs wasn't it i mean yeah the, <laughs> the, the classy quote-unquote classy shots that are jaeger bombs mm don't know where she got that from <laughs> i don't know if there's such thing as a classy shot to be honest with you definitely not before dinner as well oh, it's, <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just i've never seen i've never seen the amount of shots consumed as this series she can put it away and like she's just not just her they all are big big drinkers mm. and like how tough for example she's you know the size of my thumb and she can do five or six tequilas and be perfectly fine. Uh, I do one and I'd be yeah. on the floor. But then I'm old. <laughs> Older, not old. So, you know. But, yeah, it's difficult. They're not... You're in this bubble and it's a very celebsco dating bubble. Mm. You literally eat, sleep and breathe celebsco dating for months. And, you know, you you have a car pick you up in the morning and it takes you to your date and you go on your date and then you come in and see us and we force you into situations and we push you out your comfort zone. And you are, you know, you do bond with people around you. It's like a boot camp because it takes over your life, literally. Um, so I understand how people can start thinking that they've caught feelings, but you just have to look at Stephanie and Joey to see that the bubble, once it stops, it bursts. Because mm. when you're no longer being forced in the situations, you no longer have, you, you know, you're back to normal life, paying bills, you know, in celeb world, trying to find your next job or whatever you need to do, you know, it's, it's you, you're no longer forced to spend time together for filming purposes. You're no longer paid to come up to London to spend, you know, you have to, if you want to spend time, you have to pay yourself and make the effort. And that's difficult. And, you know, Stephanie and Joey just lived in a couple of different counties. So, you know, it's very difficult to jump on a train for two hours to go and see somebody when, you know, really just rather sit at home in your PJs. Very true. It's a lot of effort to make for someone. <laughs> yeah, well, especially yeah. when the test. Especially when it's not quite right, and really, the only thing that bonds you is the experience. Once that experience finishes, really, what else have you got to talk about? Yeah, very true. But I can't believe it's the last week already. Oh god, I'm so devastated. Yeah. Because I just love the show so much, I could just watch it for the rest of my life. I reckon. I feel like, I must admit, 
because people always say that they want it to run longer and for the last two series I said absolutely not four weeks is just enough mm. but this series is the first series I thought you know what actually I could do with another week or two I just don't think we're, we're quite far enough in the story there's still so much more and the next few days are insane yeah insane leading up to our obviously fabulous finale um, but for the first time ever yeah I really feel like I'm on the same way then as the public where you know what yeah I could I'm 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 still hungry for it yeah have you got like a favourite moment so far oh gosh um let me think so difficult there's been so many oh I've definitely got one tell me yours Arge dribbling on his day. I mean, that wasn't a favourite. It was horrific. That was, my, that was my worst. Yeah, but favourite. to be the worst. Like, my favourite, like. Worst moment. Worst moment. Yeah. Like, that. What are you doing? What is actually happening? I couldn't believe it. And <laughs> the fact that they slow mode it. Oh, oh, I know. No. It was so gross. It was. The first, like, because I got sent the clip yeah. to, do, to do a story on it before, yeah. it before it was going to be on the telly. I just. The first time I watched it, I mean, I was actually nearly sick. Yeah. It was disgusting. And the fact he thought that she might not have seen it. I know. It was like, oh, yeah. maybe I got away with that one. Yeah. I, I feel like... <laughs> there's no getting away with that. There's no getting away, but also nobody concentrates on their food as much as Arj. So if, it, if she dribbled, he wouldn't have noticed mm. because he's looking at his plate. But normal people don't eat like that. Normal people make eye contact, (laughs) you know, take a bite, take a sip of a drink, put their knife and fork down, take a breath. Um, Yeah, that was the the best worst moment. That first date he went on when he went when they went for a curry. Oh my god! And he ordered basically the whole menu. (laughs) And listen, I I he is my curry soulmate. Because I, I love a curry. Have you I been for a curry with him? No, oh. and it's on the bucket list. Yeah, sure. It's on. Well, now his nose job's done. I'm all over it. I'm like, right, let's get out there and let's celebrate your nose job with a ruby. Let's just do God, it. Honestly. Um, but he, yeah. So when he was ordering, every time he he ordered it, I was going, ooh. And then he was like, oh, I'll have the bolt. I was like, ooh. And when I have the bolt, I was like, ooh. And I genuinely, it was like what half past ten at night, and I was like, oh God, I could murder a curry. <laughs> it really got me in the mood and I think actually the next night I did order a curry for dinner oh brilliant but that much of I'm it I'm salivating that much about it. oh when he, when he was on the double date and he's and he's staring at the problem was like no we're not going to eat the problem so they come and he kept bringing it up and he's like no nah, we'll have one problem we'll have one problem torture for him <laughs> absolute torture like you could you could I reckon you could put him in the jungle put spiders on his face put him you know hands in like rats and he'll breeze it but sit him in front of poppadoms and tell him he can't touch is absolutely <laughs> that he couldn't do it for all the money in the world he would not be able to sit there and not dig in it's definitely his first love isn't totally. it and bless him why not you know he's not he's totally come so far he's you know completely sober so i think you know if you're not having a few drinks every now and then treat yourself to some good yeah. food You've got to have something in life that you enjoy. Definitely. It can't all be good. <laughs> you know, it's just what, you just, what's, you, you, you know, you you don't want to be on your deathbed and be like, oh, I'm so pleased that I, you know, ate so well and didn't drink and didn't smoke and was a perfect person my whole life. No. Boring. It just, it, order the bloody curry. <laughs> you know, like, enjoy yourself. Have a cake. Although he is, <clears throat> actually, because he's very 
um, determined to keep the weight off and he's very strict on mm. his cheat days so you know although on the show all you see is him eat bad food <laughs> and a lot of it he outside of that actually in the filming process he actually lost weight which proves that outside of his mm. cheat days he really he's he really keeps motivated yeah. and he really eats well and there's a lot when we're filming in the agency there is a lot of sugary crisps and like rubbish food because you just need energy because it's such long days and he wouldn't touch it and he'd have fruit so see how's he got willpower for that but not for papa dogs it's the one vice it's that one day that he gets a cheat day and then he's like all bets are off (laughs) and he goes in and i applaud him what do you think's like being the worst date like what date have you not been able to even look this series yeah um or have we not seen it yet I'm just trying to think of all the terrible my, ones. My one was when Callum was on the date and it was going so well and then she drops the bombshell about, oh, when we were in the nightclub <gasps> and you got the bouncers dragged me yeah. out. And then he rushed off to the toilet. Mm. Oh, that was That was, that the most was awkward. That was really, really harsh. And I felt I actually did feel sorry for Callum. Did you? Yeah, because I feel like I just feel like I genuinely don't think she meant it the way it came across mm. it came across really confrontational and quite like rude and stuffy yeah i genuinely genuinely think she meant it as like a bonding technique yeah, yeah. like oh Just, isn't this funny what yeah i know before. you yeah. yeah but i think that as she was telling the story his face was going like more and more down and down and he, mm. you could see that the, the anger rising so she she doubted herself and so then as she told the story it became really awkward and then it came across really confrontational and then he yeah. reacted whereas if she was just cool I think he would have been cool um, I, so I think there was a massive miscommunication I don't think I don't believe that she meant it in a nasty way she's on a date with him and if you mean it in a nasty way first of all you wouldn't turn up to the date yeah you know it's not as if she didn't know we, we were like you're going on a date with Callum and second of all you would bring it up at the very beginning and you'd say, look, I just want to clear the air because actually we had a bit of a run-in and I didn't like it. And you'd start the date that way. Yeah. I do think it was just, she started saying it, saw that he was getting aggy and was like, oh my God, I've started the story, now I can't stop. What do I do? What do I do? Okay, I'm just going to finish the story. (laughs) Blah. And then he obviously was like, um, bye. Just went a bit wrong, didn't it? That's not Callum best date for me though definitely Izzy the cougar oh my god Izzy (laughs) is she gonna come back every series she has to I literally (laughs) think there'd be a petition if we didn't bring her back (laughs) like she's just a legend she's just amazing she and it we before Izzy we our biggest thing with Callum is you know be authentic be authentic because I really felt that he was being this fake gentleman. Mm. And that's all we used to say, you're being fake gentleman. He was just, oh, shut up, Nadia, shut up, Nadia, all the time. That's all he ever said to me, shut up, Nadia. Actually, he said, what? He said, F off, Nadia. <laughs> I won't say that. Um, and finally, after weeks of butting heads, and I'm relentless, like, I get my way. And I knew that if he didn't lighten up, we, were, we had no chance of finding him even the slightest hope of love. Mm. And so we had this big, long consultation after... I think it was after... Was it after he stood up his date? 
was that but does Izzy before I think, or after? No, I think I that think Izzy was, was before. Yeah. And then it was the double date was after. Mm. But before Izzy we had there was something happened in his previous date. It could have been the It Louise may have been that one. Or oh, when he said he wore his own after shave. <laughs> I mean I love that love. No, I love that. Unlimited free supply though, isn't yeah. it? You've got it. And he does smell good, so you know, winner winner. Yeah. And I mean you always liked when he came in in those three-piece suits, didn't you? Come on, who didn't? I know. Like the man looks good in a three-piece suit. The grey one <laughs> is ingrained in my brain forever. It's a handsome fella. I don't know who's more excited, you or Tom. Oh, oh those little those li- hugs. Yeah, yeah, the hugs go on, don't they? Yeah, I feel like I feel like we're both on par. Actually, like, he's just beautiful. He's yeah. just gorgeous to look at. He's just and. I mean this with the most respect that you could possibly imagine. But I didn't fancy him when he was younger. He's a little bit more weathered. <laughs> That's an appropriate word. Love you, Callum. Yeah. Um, and I actually like that. I, I, that haggard look, I fancy. I like it. He is fit, let's he's be so honest. Fit. But he's just, he's gotten, I think he's actually gotten better with age. I didn't like when in the back in the day, in his bad boy days, I just thought he was too pretty and too fresh faced. Now I feel like he's grown into a really handsome young man. And, you know, he's got character. His face, he's got, you know, lines and wrinkles and, and like character in his face, which he never had before. And I think that, and, and I just, I, I'm interested. So I will sit there and just stare at like the things and just be like, oh, you know, it's got laughter lines. I'm like, oh, wow, I wonder where they came from. And yeah, like, just stare and wonder, you know, how he mesmerized. got his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. pretty mesmerizing. <laughs> he is. We'll have to talk about Charlotte as well because she's just been my favorite. Just unlimited entertainment with Charlotte. That's what you get. And we're just talking before, weren't we, about how she manages, she has this secret superhuman power of being able to just get lads to take the kit off. It's, it's, I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> like, I don't, I also don't understand it. And I think we were, by the end of it, we were getting, we were taking bets on how many minutes before, when the guy sat down, before he would disrobe. And I think she got down to three minutes. No. Really? Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's, we are all born with a gift. <laughs> Simple as that. One thing that we're really good at. And if Charlotte can find a way to monetize that gift of hers, of getting men to disrobe within three minutes, she'll be a millionaire. Absolutely. I don't know, some sort of pimp or... I don't know. How could she do it? She was probably getting a legal occupation, I'm sure. Yeah, I would. I mean, I don't. I yeah. I I don't know. She'd have to. We'd have to do a brainstorming session. But there's always an angle, and there's always money to be made. There's bound to be a way around it. We'll just have to sit down, make a business plan. Yeah, we'll sort it out. I wonder if it's something where she could be like a confidence counselor, and just like you know, guys come in. And then she, just three minutes in, she gives them so much confidence they start disrobing. Yeah. And then they pay her for the privilege. And they basically walk out like Chan and Tim. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea. Walking, walk in looking like the chair. <laughs> walk out like Channing. Love it. Happy days. There you go, Charlotte. Yeah. There's a, a bit, business plan for you. Yeah, but that's what I mean. There must be a way because it's just I've never like I just don't understand it. And and it's not as if she's on dates with like like 
you know, weak guys. Mm. These are big, burly men mm-hmm. who have no problem in putting people in their place. But for some reason, you know, she's just, they just... She's always got the upper hand, for sure. Totally. She should go on The Apprentice next year. Pitch you know, that to Alan Sugar. Just, if she got on The Apprentice, <laughs> I would die. It would be... I think they should do a Celebrity Apprentice and I think that Charlotte Dawson should be the first person they sign up. Without a doubt. And I want to be on her team. (laughs) 100%. We would win every single challenge. Oh, yeah. She'd get Lord Sugar stripped off. 100%. Uh, She probably could. There is no way by the end of that filming that we wouldn't see Lord Sugar's bottom. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. And I bet you he's got one of those fake six-packs. You know where (laughs) you you can buy the little, like, cage... And if you put it round your body, it leaves an indent of a six-pack. 100% he's got one of those. Good invention. But I'll tell you once we film. Yeah. So, Alan, <laughs> call me. I can hook it up. Is there anyone who you haven't had on the show that, like, you're dying to get on there? Oh, so many. Yeah, there must be. So many. Um, do you know who I was thinking, actually, on the way here? Who... I don't know if she's single, but she certainly was. Jessie from Little Mix. Well, I don't... I think... No, I think she is seeing someone again now. Do you think? I think so. I'm not, I can't remember who it is, but I'm sure she is. Because I feel like we would know if she was. I don't know. It's hard to keep up sometimes, isn't it, with people? Well, not really. Not if you've got Twitter. And, they, and they're the type that plaster things all over the place. Mm. But she's not really that type, is she? No. But you'd, li- you'd like her on, though. You I think, think she'd, she'd be, be good. I, I loved her from, like, day one auditions. Yeah. Like, there was... She's... She... You ask who... Like, what's the X Factor? Absolutely, it's her. And I love the fact that she doesn't look like a normal pop star mm-hmm. in terms... And I hate the word normal. Um, but in terms of, like, what society says is, is quote-unquote, normal. And she just kills it. And she's surrounded by, you know, what society deems as normal-looking pop stars. And she steals the show. And she's amazing. And she's body confident. And she's talented. And she's beautiful. And she just seems like a really down-to-earth... Hel- I bet you she's hilarious. Yeah, she seems really funny. Oh, you know, get a few drinks down her. <laughs> you're having a whale of a time. And I just really think that she's a nice girl. And, you know, deserves to find someone equally lovely so do you have like celebs on the backbone because obviously you were saying earlier like oh this person wouldn't work in this series are there a couple now you're like oh we're going to put them in next series yeah I mean luckily now because it's so popular like the phone's off the hook yeah um, and I think people genuinely love the show and because like say we're not the type of show that is there to humiliate or throw anyone under the bus. No. So celebs can trust that we look after them and actually have their best interests at heart. If you stand up your day, damn right we're going to show it and you're going to look like an idiot. But ultimately, that's on you. We're not going to edit something to make you look, you know, terrible. Fights, gratuitous sex and all that crap. Like, it's not anywhere in our remit. So I think that celebs feel safe and they like the safety of the agency. So we have, yeah, we've got loads and loads and loads. And it is, there are so many factors on, you know, picking celebs for each series because 
like I say, we have to make sure, ultimately, we don't want two celebs to hook up because that defeats the whole purpose and it is such a waste of time. It's a waste for the DT's time, it's a waste of our time, it's a waste of all the people behind the scenes that have to sift through all the applications, do all the Skype calls, make sure that you know all the DT's are suitable and when we have to match make them, it's thousands and thousands of hours of man hours that mm. go into that type of like process. And for them to just to hook up, just it's sort of a slap in the face for everybody that work, has worked so hard because they just go on the dates and they're not as invested. You know, they, they think, oh, it's okay because I fancy Frankie. So, you know, yeah, I'm going to give this date a go, but if it doesn't work out, it's fine because I fancy Frankie. And it's not fine because you shouldn't have a plan B. You should be going into every date with a completely clean slate and open mind. Yeah. So it's it's tough. But we now we're at the stage, like I say, where, you know, the phone, before we were bashing people's door down and now... The, the common ear, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is just the best place to be. Exactly, but it's not even celebs now, though. Just celebs, is it? Who can get your help? Mm-hmm. You've got your own dating agency now as well, haven't you? Yeah, it's like a like dating coaching, I would say. Okay, it's like love coaching. Yeah, um, and it's open to everybody over the age of eighteen, mm-hmm. and it's for like private coaching away from the telly. So, like, what I genuinely do on a daily basis, you know, this is, like, my career. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of, like, me in the agency, you know, but in front of you for an hour. So, yeah, it's a lot of advice. A lot of taking. Yeah, just, you know, a lot of people want help. Uh, dating is so difficult, and I don't think it's ever been as difficult because there are so many conflicting views. Do you date online? Do you go offline? Do you What do you wear on a first date? Where do you go on a first date? Is coffee acceptable? Can you sleep with them on the first date? Who pays the bill? You know, it's just carnage. Mm. And, you know, back in the day, ye oldie times, it just wasn't like this. It was, you see somebody across the bar, the man goes over, starts a conversation, asks them out on a date, they go on a date, they go home, they decide if they like each other, and then they either continue dating, you know, they, they get courted, they get wooed. Women, or men, it depends who, you know, <laughs> which way you're inclined. And there was no grey areas. It's become so grey. You know, people ask me at the moment, you know, do you think ghosting is acceptable? And I'm like, are you actually asking me <laughs> if I think that not replying to somebody ever again that you've actually been on a date with or started seeing or been talking you're asking me if it's acceptable to just cut them off clean with no absolute closure or apply yeah where have we got to the point where you're asking if that's acceptable see that's that's the great thing about the show as well and it makes for some really amazingly awkward moments because mm. every tv viewer loves an awkward moment Myself when, included. When you make them <laughs> ring and tell them that they don't want to see them again. Absolutely. So Honesty is so important. Best policy. That's it what totally they say. It totally is. And I do believe genuinely that if you don't like somebody, I, and I'm a fan, I don't mind a text dumping. I'm perfectly acceptable with a text dumping. You do I not think, have to I meet up. It depends you don't have to waste your time. on how long the relationship's been, though, surely. Well, yeah. If you've been I mean, on a couple of dates and you can fair enough do a little text. Yes. But 
I wouldn't like to think someone would dump us by text after we'd been, you know, going out for three years. But if you're in a relationship, <laughs> then absolutely not. No. But if you're just dating, yeah. And I believe in traditional dating, as in you you go on dates for a period of time before you make things like exclusive and get to that stage. But if, and if you're yeah, so if you've if you've been on a few dates and actually it's not working, then a good old text to be like, you know what. I think we should just be friends. Thanks, it's but perfectly no acceptable. But like, like I say, like ghosting is not acceptable. You know, Netflix and chill as a as a date option. <laughs> it just, I've never heard anything as outrageous. Like it's just, it just, it actually like makes me a little bit depressed. And just to think that people actually think that that's acceptable, it's like, what is the world coming to? But I'm just old fashioned, and I think that there's plenty of people that agree because you know my website our show I'm really proud of our show because we we are absolutely traditional in the way that we date as in they go on the date they go home and really they don't they're not allowed any contact with each other we don't want them to speak to each other we don't want anything to happen outside of the date and it's very traditional and then you go on a second date or a third date or a fourth date or you speak to them on the phone and say you're going to see other people that I think is how dating should be and I'm really proud that there's actually a TV show that is finally on telly that isn't about you know just set up relationships absolute sex fights and drama like I feel like thanks to Love Island and Celebs Galating television has raised the bar in terms Mm. of its classiness of what we're watching and shows like X on the Beach and uh, Big Brother even you know the last civilian Big Brother was very dark to the point I couldn't watch it it was really dark it was it was not entertaining for me in any way shape or form it was very aggressive and I didn't like it and the only thing that happened that was worth watching is the kickoffs, and I don't like watching mm. that it turned into Jeremy Kyle to the point where the last time I watched it it was just noise in my ear and I had to turn it off I don't want to watch things like that anymore and the same with X on the Beach. Like, it just... This series just wasn't... I watched a couple of episodes and I was like, I can't watch this anymore. I mean, it's definitely not about finding love, though. <laughs> sure no. no! Well, I mean, you know, you, you people do, you, you know, come out of it and they do last a while outside of the bubble. But it's just... It's not something that I want to watch anymore. No. Like I feel like we've been there and done it. And for years, telly was dark. For years, telly, like Stephen Bell was, you know, God in terms of, like, people <laughs> like to see. He won Big Brother, for goodness sake. That showed you where people were at. And I think thanks, again, thanks to Love Island and thanks to our show, the class, we're bringing the classy back. And I hope that other new TV shows that come out are following suit. Because I really think the public have just had enough of like, it's a t- it's tough out there in life. I want to come home and watch something that makes me cry with laughter. Yeah. With like Rob Beckett's voiceover and Ian Hoop from the Love Island. Like I want to come home and 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 be entertained. And for me, that negativity, fighting, and like really gratuitous sex scenes, that's not cool for me. Like Love Island, they were brilliant. 
how that you didn't really see anything. It was all no, implied. A couple of, yeah, a couple it of was feet at the end of the feet day. Feet <laughs> yeah. I remember the hot water bottle was like mm. vibrating, and I was like, oh, 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 they're doing it. Oh, it's amazing. And actually, that was more entertaining. The yeah. oh, are, are they? Aren't well, they? That, well, like the other night when it's like the mystery of oh, what happened with Frankie and Charlotte? Like, yeah, did that happen? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like it, I think. Yeah, that you think about it's more exciting than like mm. um, yeah. If you just outright gone, oh, they had sex and they did yeah. this and that. Yeah, just oh, a little peck on the cheek, like a little mm. kiss, and you're like, oh, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. I just I think that's more entertain for me that's more entertaining so I hope that you know TV continues on this vein because I love I love telly I us love too it's yeah. all bloody talk about yeah, <laughs> but speak, speaking of um, going on dates I know Kyle had a question for you didn't you well, Kyle like, who would you set me and Vicky up with Kyle's open for Toph I mean <coughs> I feel like I mean I feel like Toph I'm 22 so I feel like Toph is probably the only age applicable one and I think Charlotte probably eat me alive um, Charlotte would eat you alive darling. so yeah she definitely would um, so I think yeah that's probably the only option I don't know what about you you and Callum I don't know I think I'd rather go for a curry with Arch yeah, yeah I, think I reckon I could I reckon I could give him a, a good competition in the eating steaks yeah I reckon I can put it away just as much yeah and actually do you know what I think you'd get on really well with Frankie he said Frankie, you know, and mm. I said, oh, I don't know. I think you'd get on really, really well with Frankie. He likes gingers. He does. <laughs> and, and he loves, like, outgoing, nice people, and you're an outgoing, nice person. Oh, so thanks. I really think you'd get on well. Um, but can I? Can we just talk about, like, I don't know if you've noticed, the next time you see a picture of Frankie Cocosa, mm. take away that mop, mm. get a picture of Orlando Bloom in Pirates of the Caribbean number one. Right. They are twins. Really? Oh, I'm gonna, Twins. I'm gonna check that out. Check it out. <laughs> it is insane. Like, I can't get over how much that. Like they've he got looks the like same Orlando. face. He, I can't get over how much they look like Orlando Bloom. And the only th- reason why he's not Orlando Bloom is because it's bloody mob. Yeah, that's. I would never have thought. How did you think of that? Because I was, straight, you know, when he cl- oh. he comes in and I'm like, God, you remind me of somebody. Mm. And I couldn't put my finger on it. And I, I cannot remember anyone's name. I am useless with names absolutely it's my new year's resolution <laughs> i'm working on it people you know i'm really trying but i never forget a face ever and he came in and i just like in more time i spent i was like you just you remind me of <laughs> and it was one of those moments where i was in bed and i went home and, you, and something popped up and you know you just had that light bulb ding orlando bloom and then i got a picture up and i was like yeah I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna this series, look. though, don't look at like like yeah. post pictures of him. No, but like look at him in you know when we do that just the him to camera bits. Mm. Look at his face. Look at Orlando Bloom. I will. I will. Homework. There we go. Photoshop the hair. Right <laughs> yeah, or just like put your hands there or something. Yeah. Just get rid of these side bits. Just briefly before we wrap up, then we'll have to talk about Bobby because yeah. he's been so great this series and obviously first ever gay client. So um, was that quite was that quite nerve wracking for you? Do you think is that a totally different ball game altogether? Or I wasn't nervous. I was excited. Yeah. I been I've been fighting for Bobby from realistically series two. Mm. Um, I adore the LGBTQ community, and I felt really strongly that they needed to be represented in one way, shape, or form, and I just knew that like Bobby is the gay Bridget Jones and for our very first gay client he was just he 
just ticked every box. He's, and he's just perfect. so lush. I love lush. him. And he's just a nice guy. Yeah. And I really like the fact that people have, I think, seen a different side. Definitely. He's not Towie Bobby with us. And the, it, there is two different people. Like, he he, he definitely plays up in Towie, you know, whereas with us, he's, he's, he's vulnerable and mm-hmm. he's calm and he's, you know, I will say intellectual, but, you know, he is sort of... Um, you can't play his Cerebral. accents, though. No. <laughs> that was, no. That was he's not, hilarious. He's not academic, bless him. He's not, you know, he doesn't know his geography. What did he say? He's not very good at geography. He's good at history, but yeah. I can't imagine he's good at history either. Said he fancied his history teacher, though, didn't he? Yeah. That's, he I just got, preferred those lessons. Yeah, I don't know if it actually, actually still went in, though. Who you know, was? it's like, I, I'm sure he preferred going. <laughs> but did any of the information stick? No. So, but I just feel he's just been, he's just, he's... He deserves this type of spotlight because yeah. he's a lovely guy, and I think people always see him as that guy with the ball, the swimsuit, the swimsuit. Yeah, because um, that made global news. That was actually on E News in America. <laughs> I mean, it was interesting. Yeah, I've never seen contraption. Like it. Um, but no, I've really loved seeing like his transformation, if you will. Obviously, last series it was all about little Perry, wasn't it? And he, the big change he made. But with Bobby, I think everyone can can really sort of um, sympathise with him, and kind of everyone knows where he's coming from because of his confidence issues. And we've all been there, and we've all yeah. felt unattractive, and, and and like you don't deserve so- love. Yeah, and, and and fall in love with the first person that gives you any exact, attention. Totally. Yeah, definitely. Because we've all been there. You feel a bit down. Someone gives you a bit of attention. You think, oh right, yeah, mm-hmm. I love you. Totally. That's it. And then it's not right. Mm-hmm. We can all sympathise with that, can't we? And totally. I think it's been amazing seeing how Bobby's grown into himself and he's become more con- confident and he's just sort of realising how great he is, and that's lovely. And I feel like. With Perry, we we always talk about sort of he came in as a boy and he left a man. Mm. And I feel with Bobby, he didn't come in as a boy necessarily, but he sort of came in as uh, adolescent, and he's leaving as a man. Like he has just he on day one, he's he was petrified of dating. He was his hands were shaking at the thought of speed dating, at the thought of the mixers, at the thought of going on a date and there being an awkward silence. It was actual like a phobia. And it's like chill. He'd worked himself up mm. so much. The thought of him asking someone out and them saying no gave him cold sweats. He was petrified. And now he walks into a room and he's like Mm, ah, I'm going to go and speak to you and he just owns yeah. it and he'll never ever forget and lose this confidence and I'm really happy that we were lucky enough to sort of be a part of that and watch his growth because he's just he's grown into a, a wonderful human being and I'm really I'm excited to see you know he also now has a new nose I don't know what's happened. I think we've led them all to get like nose jobs. <laughs> I promise you, I have not had any path making them feel self conscious about their noses. Um, but yeah, I think you know he's on a real, you know, new nose, new him, yeah, new confidence, new man, maybe. And um, yeah, we'll have to check as well because I'm a bit worried that we've missed something because of this missing episode. 
that just sort of randomly didn't get Sean one night. Yeah. Like, have we missed anything? No, of course not. Why, what do you think you could have missed? Well, I don't know. I'm just worried that something's happened and I don't know about it. And you've got the FOMO. I've got FOMO. <laughs> Major FOMO. Celebs go dating FOMO. Do you know the funniest thing about that whole thing is, well, first of all, that I died. I thought well, that was just like... Allegedly. Allegedly, thank God, that wasn't oh. true. That was awful, though, I mean... It was awful. It was like the most surreal 24 hours of my life. Why Why would someone say that? I don't know. And I just, I just, it was all, it was one of those sort of serendipitous things where I was at dinner and it was, we were in sort of like a un you know, basement restaurant with no, no service no. and their Wi-Fi was down. Oh. And I had no clue that the episode wasn't going to air. So I was literally drinking poor star martinis with my friends, having a whale of a time at dinner. And sort of midnight, I come out of dinner like, woohoo, yay, cab home. Go on Twitter and it's like, you know, half looking like, what on earth is all this? And I remember just being like, oh, uh, you know, got safe and sound, guys, safe and sound. Went to bed. Woke up in the morning, I had something like what thousands of tweets like that I couldn't keep up like like crashed and like 50 whatsapps from my family and like 25 missed calls from like my brother just being like where the bloody hell are you because obviously my phone was going straight to voicemail yeah so it just spread like wildfire and it was really weird waking up in the morning slightly hung over reading tweets that genuinely like a hashtag she's died and pray for Nadia and RIP and it was so weird it was that weird feeling of like oh my god like this is this just like it was just it really freaked me out it was so weird Um, but thankfully it wasn't true and then I spoke to all my friends and family and that they have forgiven me thank goodness and I promised them that it's not your fault (laughs) no I know they couldn't get hold of me so it was like I felt terribly guilty because they couldn't get hold of me so I did feel I felt really upset that day after I felt terrible because I really had put them through hell Um, but luckily it wasn't true and now they've forgiven me and now we can just have a laugh that you know I'm sitting there drinking porn star martinis and Twitter thinks I've died you've always got a laugh after yeah it's a good story. <laughs> yeah. It's a great story. And and the fact that people actually care. Yeah, well, this, yeah. that's the yeah. most important thing. Quite, like, Thanks, guys. Quite a unique thing, isn't it? Yeah. That you know how much everyone would be bothered. Right? That's I was nice. literally like, oh, when you think about it, I was like, okay. You know, this is a, a taste of things to come. Yeah. You know, like, when I people... want a full blown, like, <laughs> Diana, Princess Diana funeral. Well, why shouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. clear the streets of London, it? parade yeah. for yeah. sure, horse-drawn carriages. Totally. Let's just hope you got a bit of female series in you before that time comes. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel yeah. like to get to Princess Diana level, I'm going to need a, a like a million more series probably. But I feel like I'm on track. So. Yeah, we'd definitely watch a million more. Yeah, and I think, you know, just imagine Tom giving my eulogy. Oh, you know? it would be the most well-spoken, It'll be, remember enunciated when, eulogy. It would be the moment when Elton John sang Candle in the Wind. It would be Tom singing Candle in the Wind. Blow that out of the water. Right. Elton who? Literally. Tom Reed Wilson nailed it <laughs> <laughs> so obviously it is the final dinner on friday isn't it it's not a dinner no it's a party. oh it's a party we're mixing it up oh hey yeah well can you tell us if anybody is going to get a nice happy ending obviously not i can't give any spoilers <laughs> like 
what did we just say about not giving it all away and like the thought of what's going to happen is the fun part but i can tell you that like say we for the first time ever we are not doing a sit-down dinner we're doing a a cocktail party and the celebs friends and family Mm. have been invited so the pressure of their plus one to meet their friends and family we've never had anything like that and the the freak outs that we have over the next few days who shall I take shall I shan't I what should I do because you know in previous series it's like oh it's only a dinner we'll get through it and I don't really like them so yeah they'll do whereas this time round your friends and family are there to see your chosen one mm. and you can't just turn up and be like oh yeah I just chose him because he was handy <laughs> you know like they want to they're invested in the process it's so a commitment it's a huge commitment it's a massive <laughs> statement um, and it's just it was by far the best finale I've ever ever done I thought the the celebs were great their dates are fabulous the family was a great sort of extra, added extra it's much more fun. I thought the dinner party last series was just a little bit... I don't know really much happened, I don't think. It was a little bit yawn. What, the dinner party last time? Yeah. Well, I mean, Bear's lovely poem from sat in the oh, weather yeah. spoons oh, or wherever he yeah. was on his I mean, own. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. I feel like that actually was probably the highlight, him sitting on his own doing a poem <laughs> us at dinner. Um, but this time round, it's, you know, it was. it's just... You've got about 100 people in a room and it's carnage. And all out knees off. You've got Charlotte Dawson's <laughs> friends and family people. Charlotte Dawson's friends and family. I mean, they all have to be as nuts as her, surely. You literally are who you hang with. <laughs> and I don't know if they're in the clip of um, who it is, but you'll know who she brings because mm. they're celebs. Yeah. And they are outrageous. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm gutted that it's nearly over, but I can't wait to see the rest. And hopefully it's not long before series four, maybe. Fingers crossed. But that is about all the time for. But thank you so much for coming in. It's been brilliant chatting with you. And uh, don't forget that In Reality is available to download on iTunes and Audio Boom. If you want to just get yourself on there later and have a little subscribe, Nadia. I will. I think I already am, actually. But what I will do is um, copy the link and post it because people need to hear. Share it out. Sharing is caring, Share the love. <laughs> but yes, thank you very much and uh, can't wait for the rest of the series. Bye.